Hello and welcome to Blight Christmas. I'm your host, Sean Dillon. Our piece today is by Ghoulish Delight's Tim Uren. Ghoulish Delights produces the mysterious Old Radio Listening Society, an ongoing weekly podcast that revisits the great horror, crime, and suspense shows from the golden age of radio. And here, Tim brings that experience to bear, telling the story of a man who encounters some very absorbing reading. This is The Tailor of Sorrows. Fabrics, 
And once he has this replacement, the tailor promises him that the fortune and respect are sure to naturally follow. But he takes the first suit off of his own will. He's told no coin will cover the debt you will owe, and by all the devils below, that debt shall be paid. So, he's desperate, and he agrees, and the tailor gives him the first suit. The narrator puts it on, and it is a nightmare. It's made from some wool that somehow can't keep out the cold, but does manage to cover his skin in burning, itchy rashes. Painfully too small in some places, and in others it's sagging with too much fabric. Uh, and the tailor tells him, "There are moments we find ourselves bitterly insufficient to the tasks we must overcome. There are moments we struggle under the abundance of demands placed upon us by others. We are wrapped every day in woes that ill fit our humble frames." are wrapped every day in sorrows. I should put this aside for the evening and get some sleep. Sorry if I am rambling. Love you. Good night. Message skipped. New message. Okay. Yes, this is my third call. Yes, I can't sleep. Yes, something is wrong. It's the first night the kids are staying with Lynn. And I just need to get used to it. We you said joint custody, so that's that's what it's going to be. They'll be here some nights and some nights they won't. And and that's the best for everyone. Right now it is so quiet in this house. I worked so hard to make this okay for everyone, but I am not okay. I know it's just a couple of nights, but I don't want to lose them for eight nights. Not for one night. It's, it's greedy and it's irrational, but I, I just can't be okay with it. I mean, at least not tonight. It is so quiet here. I'm sorry. I'm sorry just to meet this message, please. Uh, on the plus side, I am getting a lot of reading done. I'm about uh, halfway through this book, so yeah, screw it. I'm just going to tell you what the whole plot. Where did I leave off? Uh, so our guy accepted the tailor's deal, and he's he's wearing the suit, and it doesn't fit him, and it hurts, and it itches, and he can't take it off. But whenever anyone asks him about it, he talks about it as as uh, penance, like he deserves to be trapped in this sort of binding because of how he failed his family and his fiance and himself. On uh, day by day, the suit gets worse and worse. It starts to smell, as you might imagine, and the rashes on his skin start to bleed. So he's bleeding into the fabric, but he won't take it off. He gets drunk and has this long, repetitive monologue about misery, and then he vomits on the suit, and he won't take it off. People are begging him to relent. I know this sounds awful, and it was, but it's really well done. And I finally just reached the point where he goes to sleep in the suit, fully steeped in his own tears and sweat and blood and bile, and when he wakes up, the suit is 
lying next to him on the floor. Sorry about the pity party. I will call you tomorrow when you're actually awake and we can catch up and have a discussion when I'm not feeling so pathetic. I totally owe you a night of listening to you complain about anything you want. Love you. Good night. Message skipped. New message. Okay, I know I'm ruining the plot of this book for you, but you have to read it. You are going to love this book. I can't find any information about the author, but if she wrote anything else, I need to get my hands on it. So, now that the old suit is off, the guy washes himself and bandages up all his wounds. He takes the stinking pile of clothes to the tailor who's thrilled to see them. He runs the fabric across his ancient fingers and he puts the jacket right up to his face to take a deep whiff. He tells the narrator that it's going to be a few days before the final suit is ready and until then he's just wear white linen. And he gives the narrator some simple robes so people think he's some kind of monk. And then he just wanders around in these white linen robes and he's, uh, he's sort of dissociated. He returns to his family and his fiance, but he never acknowledges that anything happened. He just helps them out with simple chores. Uh, it's just sort of weird. It doesn't resolve anything. But then the narrative breaks. We leave our narrator and we go to this montage of the tailor taking the old suit apart, pulling, pulling apart all the seams, and then going through and unweaving the fabric, collecting certain threads, stretching them, tying them, working them into new pieces. The whole thing has this has this aura of, of psychedelic alchemy. And the language used for this scene of creating a new suit is so vivid. The colors and the music are swirling. It's like some iridescent mist is floating around every word. It is amazing. It's one of the most powerful passages of a book I've ever read definitely have to read this. I don't think I'm going to finish it tonight, though. I have stayed up way too late, and I need to get some sleep. And Lynn is probably upstairs wondering where I am. Good night. Message skipped. New message. Hey, Chris, I'm just heading to bed, and I saw, uh, I don't know if this is your book. Uh, it's called The Tailor of Sorrows. Um, if it's not your book, you might be interested in it. Uh, I guess the author is Penelope Troth. Uh, didn't ring a bell to me, but I thought maybe you might know it. Uh, I looked at the first few pages, and it looked really good. Um, so if it's not yours, I'm going to love it to you, and you'll probably enjoy it. That's all. I better get to bed. Kids have been very quiet tonight, and that makes me suspicious. So, uh, love you. Talk to you later. Bye. Message skipped. New message. Hey, uh, have you heard anything from Lynn? Um, I just went back upstairs, and she is not, she's not there. Uh, and as far as I can tell, she's not anywhere in the house. I can't find the kids. Uh, it looks as if almost all of Lynn's stuff is gone, uh, and a lot of the kids' stuff, too. But there's no note or anything explaining uh, she's on vacation or what happened. Um, I'm, I'm trying to stay calm here, but... Please, if you hear anything, let me know. Uh, I kind of want to call the police, but I'm not sure what to do. Uh, give me a call back so you get a chance. Uh, thank you. Uh, bye.
please. Message skipped. New message. Hello? Um, I don't even know who I'm calling you. Do you, do you recognize my voice? Would you please call me back? I can't remember who I am. I, I don't know what I am. I'm just outside. I, I don't remember where I was going or what, where I live. I, it's so cold and I'm so tired. The Tailor of Sorrows, presented by Ghoulish Delights, created and performed by Tim Uren. The Dead North Podcast and Blight Christmas are a production of Oncoming Productions with assistance from Hot Chocolate Media. I have been your host, Sean Dillon, and intro and outro music are by Eric Ostrom. The copyrights for all pieces are held by their creators. If you would like to support the artists who've created this work, we'd love your support. There's a link to our PayPal fund in the show notes. We all wish you a very happy holiday season with just enough chills to make you appreciate the warmth of home, friends, and family. Stay safe out there. <laughs>